Hello and welcome to season two, episode two of your mom's podcast, the only podcast that's worth walking out on a date with one of Degrassi's coolest girls. I'm Avis. And I'm Caroline. And I'm producer Charlie. Today we'll be talking about Degrassi season two, episodes three and four, Girls Just Want to Have Fun and Karma Chameleon. Polar bears are white, just like Gavin Mason. Snake and Spike play tonsil hockey, causing Emma much frustration. After decades of will-they-won't-they, Snake and Spike finally decide that they will. Emma is less than thrilled by this new development, but rather than talk about her feelings, she opts to just be shitty towards her mom and sneak into the senior high 80s dance. Over in grade 9, Spinner and Jimmy's friendship hits a rocky road when Jimmy doesn't want to team up with Spin for the breakdancing competition. Which is hilarious. (laughs) No, That's one of my favorite Degrassi lines is, I get it. Polar bears are white. I'm white. You're a racist. racist. (laughs) It's like the conclusions. Uh, And I mean, I think it's funny that this whole thing is is like sparked by Paige just saying, yeah, he he can't dance. Like you need need to stop that man from dancing and like in a duo with you. (laughs) Before we hop into the plot, can we talk about the fact for a second that and they're not dating yet, but Paige and Spinner don't fucking like each other still. Right. Why? Why did you have to humiliate sweet, precious baby Angel Terry at the dance for like, a guy that you do not like? Especially now when Jimmy's on the market. It's like day fifty-five million. Yeah, and it's it's day like five hundred and sixty-three of being like these two people never liked each other. Why do they date? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, because Paige only dates up. I still want to know what her definition of up is. What is your definition of up young woman? Because tall vertical, ver- you know, <laughs> she's very literal. <laughs> it's definitely, it's like, I think that's what motivates Jimmy's insecurity about being teamed up with Spinner is is Paige. He would have been he would have been fine. Like he probably they wouldn't have you know won, which they I think neither of them just they cannot dance. No. Neither of them. I I know that what Aubrey was channeling when he was doing the the Michael Jackson dance, it was an effort. No, the, yeah. I, I mean Marco obviously deserved that one with the super cool dance moves he was pulling off in the hallway. Is that like how Adamo became main cast? Was they were like, we need a kid that can break dance, and they oh didn't gosh, really know I what they were going to do with him otherwise because <laughs> right. he's so completely not this character. Not like I was gonna say, like not like you look at him. It's like this is not real. Marco would never wear that outfit. He would never wear that outfit, and he would never wear athletic sneakers. Like he's no, (laughs) he's not that. He's not no athleticism runs through that man's body. Um, It's very weird. I wonder what the casting process looks like. Like obviously they have to have a bunch of people in the background, so as to make it, you know, oh, these could be people that pop up and have their own storylines. And that is something that Degrassi Classic did too. You're like, oh, that random kid we've seen in the background for three episodes. Now they get a storyline, but it's like changing who Marco is, which they entirely do from this episode is really funny. I wonder what like decision was made (laughs) to just scrap this version of Marco, which is very cringe. (laughs) 
And I mean, I don't think that he was, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, we definitely, we get way more Marco, like the actual Marco coming up. So Yes. Because, yeah, he's normal in a couple episodes. So I would also like to know what the deal is. Why is a local radio station sponsoring the senior dance and giving away fucking whatever the ice skate the hockey version of courtside seats is for a break <laughs> yeah. dancing competition but like degrassi right. has that shit with some regularity you know because like they do <laughs> later on there's a battle of the bands where you can win a demo yeah and, like, the demo yeah. they're recording other song so i mean go radich it, it it gives an unrealistic i mean it's unrealistic and the american high schools could never there's a lot going on in this episode where not a lot really happens. You, there's a dance happening. Mm-hmm. Ashley's friends still don't really like her except for Terry. Yes, there's that brief setup for the next episode in the two-pack where it's just like, obviously, Ashley is still on the outside and Terry is willingly staying with her. Like, note that willingly part because that comes into play. But yeah, the I feel like the '80s dances. Are fun. I love their dances. You know, I feel like the the even the daytime dance looked pretty fun, right? Like they wore like costumes. Yes, to- like who just brought like they just somebody had a like an extra backpack that day, like crammed full. Of sh- like Not Liberty somebody, had to like, for everybody. Because like I want to know, did she have to bring that like tulle skirt in a, in a um like a garment bag because. Like I wouldn't, right. <laughs> I don't know if that shit is fitting in your standard backpack, but <laughs> everybody went all out for, uh, during the day school dance. So everybody looks so pretty beautiful. great. And the night dance. And the night dance. Oh yeah. I Did you guys have costume dances? Was that, is that a, Charlie, you went to regular high school. Yeah. Weirdly. <laughs> you-, <laughs> you went to regular elementary school. I went to regular high school. No, we didn't do that. We did, mm-hmm. you know, wear a suit or a dress. My junior prom was masquerade themed, so, but like a lot of people didn't do it because they were like, we don't want to, like, we want to be able to wear makeup. And then if, if it's masquerade, then we're wearing a mask the entire time. I was just, right. so I got one of those masks that you hold on a stick. I know there's probably like a name for that that's fancy, but yeah, I just made my own and I held it up to my face <laughs> and like pulled it away all night. But that's the closest to like a costume thing that my school ever had. Schools. Ever. Yeah. It- I didn't have a costume dance until college, and it was actually also a masquerade dance. Degrassi has a lot of costume. Like, they're not all costume dances, but, like, the year-end dances, I feel like. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll have to do an episode just on Degrassi dances at some point. Yeah, retrospective, because, I mean, you know, those dances, a lot of shit typically goes down. And I mean, this dance isn't like a big exception. I think that obviously Emma's not, I don't think, I know because it's been stated. Emma's been pining after Craig. Like she's been on him, like fanning herself and like getting heart palpitations. Since. But like Manny, it's obvious that Manny's into him too. Yeah, Manny is definitely into him too. I think like they there's... Even the the moment where it's a little heartbreaking, I, you know, I do feel for Emma when she's like, you know, obviously excited and Craig might be asking her to dance and then he's being awkward. And so he <laughs> talks to her first and then it's like, so Manny. But I think it's a moment that their friendship, it's probably the high, one of the highs of their friendship because they're not, there's no cattiness. 
and you know she's just like yeah you two go dance i'll just stand here break my heart breaking it's you know but then she like storms off whereas i feel like if he had asked emma to dance oh manny would have stood been... there so excited like she would have to fully contain herself that's true it's definitely like i'm not going to be outwardly salty sort of reaction but i'm not gonna stand here and watch this because i'm I've got a lot of big feelings. Right. Well, and she's already got all these big feelings because Spike and Snake are dating. She can't take it anymore. Speaking of, I think that they are always like one of my favorite Degrassi couples, Snake and Spike. Mm-hmm. They are so damn, they make sense. And going back to watch Degrassi Classic, I'm slightly disappointed that they do not get the tension that they deserve <laughs> as a couple. They get some of it, but it's like not to wait later. But the will they, won't they is it like I definitely enjoy the fact that we get them like making out and like fully into each other and stuff in this episode. And then no, Emma's, they're super you know, cute. They're very cute. Like Emma's, Emma's just <laughs> got to have a fit about it because that's her teacher. Yeah. Well, and it's weird because it seems like she didn't really know him before he started Degrassi, mm-hmm. which is a little weird to me because it he and Spike seem so familiar still. I was thinking that too. I feel like there's something that they don't like they they didn't write or consider that we'd be thinking about it as much as we think about it. But like there there have to be there like this is not the first time they're seeing each other at the reunion. You know, they've been familiar for years. You know, they obviously live in a close proximity to each other. So I, I don't know. There's definitely a backstory there that maybe Emma just wasn't around. Maybe they spent time together. Like maybe they went bowling together or something. I don't know. But there's something that happened. <laughs> just they had a consistent friendship for, you know, for Can a while. we write Snake and Spike like fan fiction for the time between schools out and season two of Degrassi I actually as someone who used to be a rather prolific uh, fan fiction writer I I would totally do that because that's I have I'll have ideas (laughs) and obviously they're very smutty um just fan fiction just full of smut so obviously you got to give the girlies what they want um But uh, yeah, like it's a little, it's like, obviously there was a relationship before, but the fact that she's so much like, oh, he's my teacher, like, no, but like, obviously they've known each other for decades, Emma, like Since before <laughs> you were even fucking born, like get over yourself like this. He's not only your teacher. <laughs> I mean, I get it at the same time, though. I do get it. I have sympathy for it. I have sympathy for it, too. It's a complex issue. But like snake is being really fucking cool Mm -hmm. and spike is honestly being really cool although forgetting that you had plans with your daughter and her best friend is shitty she sprung and that's no excuse but you know and consequential (laughs) side note can we talk about how emma fucking hates the 80s (laughs) because in uh when doves cry either part one or part two she's talking to craig about spike's birthday and he's like how was the rest of the party and she's like fine until the grown-ups put on an 80s jukebox or like whatever it is she said yeah but emma hates the 80s she does and then claims that she's dressed up like cindy lopper and i'm like i really feel like you don't know what cindy lopper looks like <laughs> yeah there was definitely a lack of color right that's what I was, like where's the neon where's like the like the lace and like, 
the stripes. I don't know. There, there, there could have been more of an effort made to like be sex kitten Cindy Lauper, in my opinion. Right. <laughs> Emma does look really cute, though. She is adorable, but she looks like a baby Spike. It's just like yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. And then, like, I think Manny's outfit is from Pretty in Pink. Yeah, yeah. Let's save all that for the corner, though. Unless, are we ready to jump to segments? I feel like we've kind of... I just wanted to say I love I love so much just the exchange between Manny and Emma where, where Emma's like, how do I look? And Manny just goes, like, your mom, and then holds up a picture. <laughs> yeah, like, like, literally, it's your so mom. <laughs> I really love the weird way that Craig says, hey, Emma, Mm-hmm. when like she and Manny like bump into him and Sean in the hallway and he's like hey Emma <laughs> I was I've been noticing since Craig came onto the scene I'm I'm, I'm not even a main host but his acting is weird <laughs> starting out. Is. I've, I've seen I've seen some later Craig and I'm, and I'm just kind of like he's like he's touted as like one of the best actors in in the franchise and I really think it's because of the subject matter that he has to deal with and that makes him better. He's already a good actor, but he's a little awkward. He's supposed to be that like dreamy. Like I don't think that's who Jake Epstein is. He's good at the heavy shit, right? Like he's good. But at he's the not bed- good at like I'm just being a teenager, or even like a hot teenager. Like I'm supposed to be that guy that everybody's like, oh, Craig. <laughs> when when he tries to act like a teenager, it really gives. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> yeah, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. It's, I, I, I mean, <laughs> that's one of my, I'm glad that you brought up his acting because I did comment on how he's, it's like he, he he's all over the place. He is sending scattered signals. <laughs> like He is not, be, like he is kind of flirting with Emma because he's looking at her a lot. And in 13 year old girl, that's flirting. <laughs> like that's, right. like, that's know, all I, I have in, to indicate that you don't find me like a piece of the wall or repulsive. You're looking at me a lot. <laughs> It so. makes sense when you like rewatch it after you know how it all unfolds. It does. Because, like, yeah, he's being awkward with Emma because it's easier to talk to Emma than Manny because he likes right. Manny and like mm-hmm. all of that. I don't know. It's weird. It's cute. Choices are made. He says Emma really weirdly. He does. Choices were made. But I actually think that they w- their dance is very cute. Mm-hmm. Do you remember your first like slow dance? I do. I do. I was in middle school. <laughs> it was to, it was to, I feel like it was to. I was in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Akon, but I might be wrong. Uh, but yes, the, it was very awkward and it was not as glamorous as uh, <laughs> Craig and Okay, Nate. Okay, I guess rather, do you remember like your first slow dance with like a person that you liked? Okay, well, that was a little bit better, yes. Because, like, my first slow dance was with this kid, Danny, who was very nice, and I was always raised to be, like, nice to people and whatever, and he asked me to dance at every single dance throughout middle school, and I danced with him at every single one. Seventh grade, we would stand, like, arm's length apart, and he would hold my forearm. (laughs) And then... That's so awkward. It was so awkward, and we would just, like tilt back and forth (laughs) and then in eighth grade he stepped his game up 
and he would hold like right below my shoulder, but we still had like our arms outstretched and he would sway back and forth. But every couple of sways, he would do a little hop. But my first slow dance with a boy I liked was with a boy named Chris. And yeah, that was a feeling. And (laughs) Manny... Cassie like exudes that in that scene and it's really it's, cute. It's very, very cute. I, I And it's kind of like a good, not demonstration, but it's just like one of the good ways that Degrassi does a good, like you never know what someone like what the next move is kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, could you have possibly predicted it? I don't know. Maybe if you're that like on point about the dynamics between tweens, but like personally, I, you know, rewatching it every time I'm like, oh yeah, he does ask Manny to dance here I forgot about right. that <laughs> no because he's already got rapport with Emma he hasn't mm-hmm. really interacted with Manny right right they they do a, a misdirect with that like they do set yeah. it up like yeah that it's Emma like it's the girl I like but the girl's not gonna be there and because they're just a dynamic duo um we don't know. I love when they're jumping on the bed and Emma's like we are so gonna have fun tonight and Manny goes we are so gonna see Craig tonight <laughs> Yes. And then, and the way that they're both like looking at each other when they're hiding from Radich with him, mm-hmm. and like it's all just very well done. Like it didn't make me feel like a thirteen-year-old, but it it reminded me of those feelings. The, yeah, in the a feelings. Way that, like, yeah, yeah. Like those days where like you ever just wake up in the morning and it and it smells like parachute day in third grade gym class. <laughs> yes core memory (laughs) it was like that yeah yeah no I I definitely it's like this is a big not a milestone but it's like a it's an important point like they like the the fact that we're actually seeing Manny's first slow dance and like last year she was wearing little like scrunchies and carrying a Powerpuff Girls backpack which I mean iconic <laughs> like it's like it's obviously she's growing up like these kids right. are every year they are growing up and it's just it's so beautiful it's so sweet it is and that's the beauty of age appropriate casting is that mm-hmm. you do actually get to watch your characters grow up yes Absolutely. Just to take it back to the Spinner and Jimmy B plot very briefly, I do think it's funny that they managed to get Marco on the screen and he never says a word, but he's got like this like macho sort of like right. <laughs> these movements that are really like, yeah, like I I took that home and I'm the I'm the big dog on campus. <laughs> like he never says a word. <laughs> Well, and it's funny, though, because it's like, you do see that, but then at the same time, like, it feels like he's putting on airs. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. that's just not who this kid is. Yeah, I definitely, I just, I had to write it down, like, he, he's, like, miming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, pantomiming through the end of it, but I feel like we didn't talk about them at the dance. Obviously, Jimmy has his clothes stolen. Spinner has his music stolen. So neither of them win. Marco ends up winning the... Right. What is it? it a CD? It's a, no, it's, no. It's it's ringside tickets to a Toronto... Oh, room. right. He's holding an envelope. Right. Yeah. I don't know why I thought he was holding a CD case. But no, he's holding an envelope and he like plucks it with his finger. And he's like, yeah, like I got the tickets. And that is a, a right. That's a really good prize for like a ninth grade dance, senior dance, whatever. Well, and so the consequences are that Jimmy 
has to dance in his tight ass Michael Jackson clothes and ends up splitting his pants. I love that shot of him too. Yeah, like behind, yes, from behind. And then you've got Spinner having to break dance to like some bossa nova. It was like, it was like smooth bossa nova music. (laughs) It was almost like you just hit the bossa nova rhythm button on a Casio It was exactly... It was maybe exactly that. <laughs> it, it it might have just been that. It was like it, they're they're very funny, you know, sabotages. But it's like the, the stakes are not high. I just think it's it sets um, up the fact that they do like like they will sabotage each other, which mm-hmm. comes into play. It does. <laughs> it does. Uh, it happened, it, you know, yeah, consequence. It, there's, it, mm-hmm. I have one thing I want to touch on because I don't, I don't think we got into it. Mm-hmm. A very special song played this episode. Oh, everybody wants something. A very special song by a very special band called the Zit Remedy. Oh, they did, they did. And I mean, I'm a Snake hate that just, song. Snake couldn't wait to drop the needle on that on <laughs> that number. He was, <laughs> he was so, so ready. <laughs> He was so damn excited. Let's take this to the fashion corner. <laughs> well, yeah, we we're talking about the dance. So, uh, yeah, which is where like all of the fashion is. Yeah, because even, you know, our, our grade eights, two of our grade eights uh, crash the senior dance that happens at night. But there is the junior dance that happens during the day. And it's home to one of my favorite duos of the episode. I love the two JT and Toby in their Miami Vice outfits. They're so they fucking cute. Look so cute. Toby <laughs> is really rocking that look too. Yeah, he's made for for shoulder pads. <laughs> I love it. it so JT's wearing like the tan sport coat <laughs> and this like bright blue mirage t shirt with like pink and yellow and orange palm trees. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Toby's much more like slick, which I think is his, like it's a good look for him. Yeah. <laughs> like... With his like blue spo- sports coat and the rolled up sleeves and the red button up. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, no, they look amazing. And then Liberty girlfriend. Yes. She, she wants to party all the time. <laughs> she like, she went all out. Did she come to school with her hair looking like that? Or did she like tease it in the bathroom? I was going to say if that dance? was achieved in the bed, ba- like we, if that was achieved in the fucking bathroom in the middle of the school day, that's a rock star right there <laughs> because like, like very minimal tools, like very little. Do product. we see Liberty before the dance? We, she, no, we, I think we see them the day before when they announce it on the student on, on like the morning announcements, but I don't think that's that same. No, day. cause Emma's wearing the same sweater the whole day. Cause I did like her sweater. It's oh, like that purple, purple one. It, yeah. I like sweater. that polo too. Oh, okay. So it is the same day. It is the same day, which means if we saw Liberty, she wasn't. No, her hair, yeah, her hair was not looking that, that so she edified she <laughs> she rocked up with like eight cans of spray paint spray mm-hmm. hairspray fuck me <laughs> aquanet was on deck yes wait is liberty banksy <laughs> i think liberty's Banksy. <laughs> it's canon but i feel like there's more fashion to talk about there is there is so that was the junior dance and then I actually, before we get to the senior dance, I like um, just her her sleeveless, um, just spike sleeveless 
baby blue, like turnover, like sweater. I like that. I don't like the khakis she put with it because I, I don't really fuck with khakis. <laughs> I thought they worked. It was weird. I would not wear it, but the because the khakis have a racing. There's stripe a yes. I like the racing the same, stripe. Like, that is an outfit. That was I like, like the she racing stripe together. Yes, it's definitely a and matching it set. Works. But then getting to the dance, I love Craig's Sid Vicious look. <laughs> I think the first time I saw the episode, I had to look up Sid Vicious. And I was like, oh, Joey right. did too, apparently. Right. Joey had to, like, who are you supposed to be? Like, Joey, you were there in, like, you were there in the 80s. You just... Yeah, but he wasn't very hip. The the fedora. Yeah. Not a Sid Vicious look. No, <laughs> but really it does not. work. It Right. It works. The return of the of the iconic fedora. He just keeps it in. I'm surprised it wasn't in a hat box or something. <laughs> but he kept like on the top shelf of of the hat closet of the coat closet. It's actually like Degrassi is an ensemble show, except really the main character is the fedora. <laughs> it's behind the scenes at all times. <laughs> the mastermind behind everything i'm re-watching the scene right now he just had a stack of hats in the closet <laughs> well he doesn't have hair when your bald hats are your hair charlie i thought terry's flash dance outfit was cute but the wig was not right i really want to know why they continually do terry terry's this way. so dirty yeah. Because Terry is so unbelievably pretty that they have to downplay it and be like, she's fat and look at her taste in bad wigs. And it's and it's unfortunately very effective. I mean, next to her, Ashley, I don't know who she was trying to be, but like the gross me green comment, <laughs> like just, I don't know why I took it and ran. I was like, okay, there's something, I'm, I'm going to unpack that comment later because there's something in it that's a clue about her outfit. And I, I just, no, is. no, it's just I don't think it slang. Is. It's right. just, oh, right. <laughs> I assumed that she was trying to look like Robert Smith from The Cure. Oh, is that what you were doing, Ashley? I think it might have been. I think it might have oh. been. If it, if it wasn't that, it was kind of just like generic punk or alternative. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, cause like the hair, no, but the makeup, yes. The makeup, the hair, she yeah. was like, I'm not doing that because I would like my hair to not look like a bird's nest. Everything else. But I did notice Manny's outfit. And I was pretty sure it was supposed to be pretty in pink. <laughs> but her little hat was probably the like the biggest giveaway. Manny's outfit was super, super adorable. Mm -hmm. It was it was very her. And, and I like that it was so different from Emma's that they gave her that opportunity to be something that like not only reflected her personality oh there's a kitty cat Charlie we're trying to do work here you can't just put squeaky pop on screen I will always be distracted by a kitty cat and now we're gonna have to share an obligatory picture of squeaky with this episode I mean it's an error appropriate he's it he's from is squeaky pop yeah squeaky pop and David Bowie are we ready to move on? Because I have a Heather Sinclair hypothesis. Yeah, let's get into it. So when Paige and Hazel are walking up to Degrassi, there are two kind of generic blonde girls standing there. One of them is wearing all black. Mm -hmm. And Paige comes over and is like, you didn't even dress up. And yeah. I think that's Heather Sinclair. 
Yeah. And so Paige is busy yeah. in the black. Yeah. Paige mm-hmm. is busy being mean to Ashley right now. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't need to be mean to Heather Sinclair. I think that was Heather Sinclair. I also have a Heather Sinclair po- hypothesis. Let's hear it. The fedora. No, Charles, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I would like to submit the fedora. How could how could Joey's fedora not be Heather Sinclair? Have you ever seen? Wait, is the Heather and is Heather Sinclair Banksy? Definitely. The vibe I've been getting from editing this podcast is that Heather Sinclair sort of is and isn't everyone in Degrassi. A little bit. I, <laughs> like, I, th- I think Heather Sinclair is omnipresent. I think the real Heather Sinclair is the friends we made along the way. Like Joey's fedora. <laughs> <laughs> we need to wrap up. Girls just want to have fun. Shots fired. This is like my second favorite segment, but we obviously need to fire some shots. So I feel like right off the top, Paige Michael Chuck's coming in hot with the uh, <laughs> with telling uh, Jimmy that she has seen better dancing uh, at Heather Sinclair's grade three sock hop, Reese mm-hmm. Spinner's dancing. <laughs> And the first, I don't know if it's just the, if it's the sock hop for me or the lie delivery, but I love it. I love, yeah, <laughs> because she is the catalyst for the conflict in this episode via the shots fired. So obviously, we we, we love Paige. Did you want to go in with your next one? Do you just want me to fire off all mine? No, I can give one. So also in relation to spinner dancing, Jimmy says to him, "Spin, you move like a wounded polar bear, buddy." And there's something about the buddy at the end in particular that really drives the point home. Okay, so my next shots fired was Emma speaking to Snake, not Snake, Spike. Emma speaking to Spike and saying, it's like, she asked, how was the dance? She said, it sucked, thanks to the DJ. And (laughs) Spike is so... Offended and says, "Wasn't Mr. Simpson the DJ?" <laughs> and then was like, "Yeah, that's kind of the point." <laughs> Emma is so petulant this episode. Like she wants you to know how upset she is about this. Not as upset, like not so upset that she won't take her shoes off before jumping on her own fucking bed, though. And that is my next shot. <laughs> because but just take your shoes off. But this is a gripe I have with like many a character in films and tv i don't know do people really wear shoes on their bed like is that a really a thing another emma at the dance snake comes over to the door when liberty and uh emma and manny are walking in and he's like you guys ready to get down and he goes we're gonna more like get lost (laughs) Which is a zinger. It is a zinger. And I'll give her, her <laughs> like, she, keep, she keeps the zingers coming this episode. She's got the angst for you. Um, <laughs> but I, like, I have to fire a shot at the stock Michael Jackson music that Jimmy replaces Spinner's, like, he takes out Spinner's dance music and puts in the stock CD and then proceeds to, like, moonwalk i don't know like shaman do a, a spin or two it's just all bad because of the music like the stock music that they that they weren't licensing any michael jackson music so obviously they had to throw that stock like really cheesy ass music in there i i want to fire one shot at jimmy 
not the last. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but when it's like right after he repl- he swaps out Spinner's music, he's like walking to the to the to the auditorium or the gym or whatever, and he try he just like to himself busts a Michael Jackson move yeah. or two, yes. and it's so bad and so awkward. Yes. It's beautiful and I love it. He leans heavily into this persona for I mean He he does like the leg kick and then he does the worst pirouette I've ever seen. It's yeah, no. <laughs> Jimmy kids not dance. It's neither of them can. It's so funny that either of them thought that they were like suddenly gonna be break like you've no. not shown having any interest in this and it's it well, Marco doing the worm spinners like <laughs> I got a robot like sh- no. Shut the f- like Marco obviously yeah. trains like- for this shit this version of the characters in the gym at 8 o'clock in the morning <laughs> he's like out no he's not even that's not how you train for a break dancing competition haven't you ever seen Breakin or Breakin <laughs> 2 Electric Boogaloo um, I used to be I was spared <laughs> Uh, no, I used to babysit these three amazing little kids. You know the three, Charlie. And they loved Breakin' and Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. And like at least once a month, I would have to watch it with these kids. And it was great. And they'd be like dancing the whole time. And like, <laughs> it was hilarious. They're fun movies. But no, you don't go to the gym. You go to like Venice Beach, I think. <laughs> And specifically, you go to Venice Beach, all ye break dancers. If it, if you're still aspiring to break the in Venice, 1980, yeah, if you want to stand go, a chance, you get a plane ticket on a DeLorean you, and you, you go make, back in time. You do that. You make that shit work. <laughs> the butts are flat. The hair is big. Oh my gosh! Everybody's wearing booty shorts. And the special effects are such where you can see the strings. And the cocaine flows like a river. Uh, I actually really wish men would wear like crop tops, like crop top sweaters specifically, like sweatshirts. I really, I love, I love that look. Mm -hmm. And already, like the sexy shorts are back, like those, like like in like four inch inseam shorts are back. No, I want you guys to take it a step further, and I want you to commit. And I want you to be out here in like in, in cropped sweatshirts. That's a good segue to so, Emma looking like Spike at the dance, and she's just had her little heart shot in the face um, because Craig asks Manny to dance and not her. And in her effort to try to be, you know, supportive, she tells Manny you or tells them you two dance. I'll just stand here. <laughs> There's kind of a partial. I don't think it's a shots fired, but I do just want to close out. I love when Spike gets back. Yes. When, when Emma gets back and Spike comes to the room and just goes, and why are you dressed like me? She <laughs> says, you're supposed to be in bed, not at a high school dance dressed, dressed like, like me. me. I wasn't dressed like you. you. I was dressed like Cindy Thopper. <laughs> like, okay, stop, girl, like, girl, no one's, no, no. no. <laughs> let it, let it uh, die a dignified death. But yeah, you know, girls just want to have fun. <laughs> and with that, let's talk about one of my favorite 80s songs, Karma Chameleon. And just kidding, we're not going to talk about the song. We can't talk about the song, but I mean, side note, I, well, we can, but I really think that this important, I don't know if we talked about it, but, but like all of these t- like titles to these episodes are 
bomb ass songs. And if you don't know the songs, please look them up because you can have a really bomb ass like Degrassi. Play- Maybe we should make a Degrassi playlist we should. of all of the songs per season because Is like they all a beautiful genius. I because I like all of these songs are and they're and half the time they're relevant to the episode too. So in the karma, 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 chameleon. <laughs> Roses are red. You don't get to read poems, Charlie. <laughs> Damn. You don't get to read poems. No, Charlie. do you want to take a poem? You want to switch it up and take a poem, Charlie? Uh sure, sure. All right. Roses are red. A girl likes Toby. Say what? Ash fucks up her second chance. Don't talk to me, you slut. <laughs> you should read them all the time. <laughs> right? Is Charlie That's just so our hilarious. new resident poet laureate? Ashley spent the whole summer being in counseling and ostracized by her friends, except for Terry, who's a precious baby angel who Ashley does not deserve. Uh, but I digress. Yeah. She sets her eyes on the prize and works on apologizing to all of the people that she wronged last year. Paige is reluctant, but eventually comes around, and Ashley is welcomed back into her friend group. Just as things are starting to look up, Ashley agrees to go on a date with Sean and is a raging bitch to Terry, permanently securing her status as an outcast. Toby meets a cute, funny, nerdy girl who might well be his first love, if her big brother Spinner doesn't rip out his bowel first. Because that's what he says. It is what he says. You're right. And then she repeats it. I know it's so good. Kendra's a badass. I mean, this is the first mention of Kendra. I mean, presumably she's existed before now, but yeah. Right, but she wouldn't have been at Degrassi because she's only a little baby grade seven. Right. So this is the first. um, And she apparently is into anime. um, And so is Toby, although that was never like literally never mentioned as an interest of his before toby's into anime that's a big deal because it leads him to kendra who he is also into Mm -hmm. which spinner is anime girls aren't into anime jt points that out and then what a girl (laughs) into anime it was that's where the cringe started for me yeah oh really yeah you know they're very you know they're not they're not trying to smack you over the head with it or anything no no subtlety i mean it's still for like 12 to 13 year olds at this point so they don't they they don't they're abandoning subtlety yeah i mean i think that the the plot is so i mean it's cute but it's minor like you know spinner Mm -hmm. obviously has to be the foreboding big brother and and there's so many great scenes of spinner just like standing in the distance menacingly they yeah they He's revert like... back to his whole bully thing from the i mean like he was more of a bully last season like physical because he was a little bit larger and now he's still he now he's like the jock bully mm-hmm. like versus the class clown bully yeah. so that that's and i mean kendra's not having any of the shit she's just like you know you need to stand up to my brother grow a pair and i'm like mm-hmm. kendra you're being a little insensitive <laughs> like, it, well it's not even about the like like yeah she thinks it's ridiculous that he's scared of spinner but that's not what she's upset about what she's upset about is the mixed signals that he's throwing and the fact that like he can't just say yeah you know your brother threatened to kill my life when- yeah why do you, yeah he does stand her up like i know they make a date to eat lunch so that they can hand off the cd because they mm-hmm. like the whole reason they meet is because 
I mean, I guess uh, Snake has an amount of like CDs and shit in his library that he lends out to students. And it's there a was CD-ROM. A, a CD-ROM. That's important. Right. It was like an anime drawing CD-ROM that Snake had ordered for Toby, but then he gave it to Kendra first because he forgot he got it for Toby. I think mm-hmm. Snake was matchmaking. A little meat cute. If yeah, I mean, if yeah. we have that, I mean, I have that headcanon about Quan like disliking Jimmy and um, Ash to the point where she's like setting them up for failure by grouping, <laughs> throwing fucking Paige right. in the mix of all of these group assignments and partner projects. So it would be great to add Snake in there that he's trying to match make for the better. <laughs> he's like, I see these two students; they would never interact if they didn't. <laughs> like they have this great thing in common. There are only two people in this school who like anime let's put them together yeah they're his biggest anime freaks mm-hmm. and yeah i i love so much that it's it's how to draw anime cd-rom mm-hmm. I'm pretty yeah sure that that is. little piece of paper <laughs> i yeah. want to see i want to see toby's notebook now right right see what he came up with after working it's probably with that, that you remember like when people would draw like that very angular face with the super small chin yeah and then the big old eyes like everybody knew how to draw anime i could draw an anime face (laughs) i draw exactly one anime face and it reeks of 2003 but well you're a little 2000 and late so let's keep talking about the episode hurtful oh toby I love, though, Kendra proves herself as a badass. It comes out that, like, what's going on? Spinner makes his peace with it, but it's like, if you break your heart, I'm going to break your bowel. But of course he has to have that moment. He has to have that Toby moment where he's like, he turns away, and then he Mm -hmm. turns back. He's like, no, I'm not going (laughs) to. He's like, I'm not a little bitch anymore. He's like, you and do realize I'll break your fucking face or whatever. I do, I do love to Spinner. This is a great fucking threat. He's like, you talk to my sister again. I turn your glasses into contacts. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 No wonder. He's got a very visual, you know, like. It's I'm no a- wonder that Toby is scared. Yeah, right. Like, that's my opinion. Like, he's a physically intimidating older guy who you didn't you know like the girl of his dreams it has to be the meanest guy in school like the biggest bully in school's sister Um, right (laughs) like put yourself in his shoes Kendra like he doesn't want to get his ass handed to him in a lunch bag like (laughs) right right but has we ever actually seen Spinner kick anybody's ass no no we've seen him egg Quan's car (laughs) right no you don't want to get in a fight with Sean don't date track right to which I say I'm not afraid of you Sean Cameron fucking come at me yeah I think I could probably take Sean Sean Cameron you come at my sister you come at me I will fucking turn your eyebrows inside out (laughs) I will hold you down and pluck the shit out of your eyebrows Sean I will pluck the shit out of them (laughs) Um, shave them off oh my god but, I shaved. But I love. Eyebrow. All right, I want to jump to the like main plot. But before we do, I want to talk about because I love Kendra in this moment. She kind of reminds me of my little sister. Spinner walks off, and she's like, "Mess with me or mess me around again, and I'll rip out your bowel myself." Isaac. Isaac's. Yeah. Want to go get ice cream? And he's like, That's... "I think I'm in love." You know. Yeah. 
He's, he's sprung. He is so scare roused at that moment. He is, well, and I, I, you know, I really think that's probably who he ended up marrying. Just a, a girl like him. Honestly, right. I mean, honestly, that's the best case scenario for Toby because, like, we've seen how his mom is. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a like a strong, solid, opinionated woman. Mm-hmm. He thought it was going to be an be Emma. Turns oh, he, out, and like, he, but like right, he has a hopefully type. Hopefully, he, has he a can big, get he has a very clear type. One that's not toxic, like his mom. I have to everybody say, hates, yeah, everybody hates Ashley. Everybody okay. hates something, and it's Ashley. Yes, that is true. Because um, <laughs> we have a little bit of a a little bit of a lead into where I was just going to say something that you're not going to like, but um, say it. <laughs> you know, they talk about some retro roller skating party. This is not what you're not going to like, but they talk about some retro roller skating party on their way to class, mm-hmm. and then Paige and Hazel go into media immersion. I think it's their homeroom now, and Ellie is there. Yes. <laughs> Ellie is finally in the Degrassi universe, Caroline. And I know you hate her. And I You know what? We talked about this. And you know what? I think I'm gonna get shots fired at me for this. But <laughs> pew pew. I think it's not so much that I don't like Ellie, although there are things. Oh, we did. I think we mentioned I don't this. love Stacy Farber's acting, acting, especially early on. Yes, I think that's yes. And I don't like the re- like. There's shit like when. Spoiler alert! A couple of episodes later, somebody wants to get their belly button pierced, mm-hmm. and Ellie has hers pierced, and is over at this person's house while they're like asking their mom. And mm-hmm. this person's like, Ellie has hers pierced, and Ellie just like doesn't say a word and just like lifts up her shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's just like weird direction and weird. <laughs> it's not. I'm trying to show Ellie more grace this time around. Okay, so that is what, that is going to be your attempt to show Ellie that's a little my bit more attempt. grace. That's but no, my I I do appreciate you. I don't specifying, think she's fancy. <laughs> I do appreciate you specifying that it's Stacy's acting because I think just like us saying like Jake Epstein's acting in the last episode, like it. Choices are made by character by actors when they're and I mean she is just starting to play Ellie, and mm-hmm. I think that once she gets into actual storylines for her character versus just being like a smart a snarky foil to Paige, which honestly they continually have her do, um, I think that she. She's not my favorite actor, but I think I like her character a little bit more than I like mm-hmm. the the Stacy's acting. So that's probably where like we're about the opposite. Like I like Ellie as a character enough to kind of forgive some of the mis- unfortunate choices that are made. Um. I can I can dig that, and I'm willing to like like I said, I'm doing this rewatch trying to offer Ellie more grace. What? You're like, you're like, sound so. You sound like you're doing a YouTube apology video. <laughs> like, I am, you know, gonna try to get the Like, this I, is, this is, I'm trying. Are I'm, you in I'm, any amount of pain? You know, like, are you in any. Are you. Uh, blink. Caroline, blink once if you're safe, twice if you're not. Oh, Stacy Farber's in the corner Stacey's with a gun. <laughs> loaded gun. I take ready it to back. Take, you are Banksy. Ready to take your ass out if you talk any more smack uh, about no, her acting. I'm, I'm, I'm giving Ellie a better chance. I'm trying. I'm trying. 
Yeah. I mean, if anything, we'll but if anything, you know, she keeps Paige on her toes, which is what she's doing in this episode, yeah. which I love. You know, she doesn't move because Paige tells her to move, which is refreshing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paige is like, are you hard of I... hearing? And she's like, nope. <laughs> like, but I'm me. I kind of. <laughs> I'm Paige. I I kind of love the way they use Ellie in this episode because she just sort of appears. She does. Twice. She really does. She, it's just sort of like, hey, guys. And I think it's interesting that in Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Paige thinks that an 80s dance is lame. <laughs> like, because Jimmy and Spinner are all excited about the contest. And what does she say? She's like, take a downer 80s dance. So she does not think the 80s are cool, even though she knows all the put downs of the 80s. But yeah. she's super into having a retro roller skating party. Yeah, I think she says something, or someone says, like, shorts and... Ta- satin shorts. Yeah. Hazel says it, and Spinner and Jimmy are like, who oh, yeah, yeah, we're there. Yeah, so it's... Yeah, and I my question is, do they ever actually, like, they just bring it up, and do they ever actually go to yeah, this we don't, dance? It's, like, it's we don't just, do we, it's just this, set up for just, Paige to be shitty to Ashley. Yeah, yeah. Which and is I mean, fine, she deserves it. Ashley is, I mean... Personally, I don't think it's an uncontroversial opinion. I just think that this episode, I'm wondering where the fuck her motivations are coming from and why she, oh, okay, let me put in some effort to connect with my old friends so I can get my life back. But I want my cake and I want to eat it too. So let me also get everything I want all at once. Like you could have waited, bitch. And maybe you could have gotten what you wanted. I think this episode is very much like the crux of what I don't like about Ashley because she's not apologizing Mm -hmm. because she feels bad. She's not even apologizing because she doesn't feel bad, but she knows that it's the right thing to do. She's apologizing to manipulate the situation. She wants her friends back. Why are you so mean to Terry all the time? She, her, I don't, hmm. I know that we, in in the, our season wrap up of episode of season one, we basically all agreed that Terry had some snaky shit with her. I feel like in this episode, it is kind of highlighted why. It's because Ashley is the OG snake, and Ashley is gonna do whatever Ashley wants to do. Like she's all sweet and you know appealing to just being an outcast with Terry and making it seem like she's a martyr. And then she wants to all of the sudden like grow little devil horns again and wreak havoc and just try to manipulate everyone emotionally because literally all she's doing is emotionally manipulating everyone around her. That little soft voice gets on my nerves. (laughs) If you miss Jimmy so much, why would you even want to go out with Sean? Exactly. It it makes no sense. Unless you think about the fact that she's literally fueled off of the ego of it all. And like, she's, she's like on an ego maniacal, like sort of trip. I really think that's probably the only way you can explain where she's coming from because she must like, she's fueled off of results. Like she wants her friends back. So she actually puts in some effort and then she gets results with Paige and she's like, Oh, maybe I can I can do this with Jimmy too. Let's see if it works. And then she like she's seeing results in being manipulative. So she's like, let me ride this high and see how far I can go. There's something I want to say too. I really loved Lauren Collins acting as Paige in this mm-hmm. episode. Yes. Like there's when 
Ashley comes into class late and Paige moves her backpack for her. Mm -hmm. And Quan calls her out for trying to sneak into class. Yeah, Paige. Paige, like, takes a beat and then, like, leans over to Ashley and is like, we should hang a bell around Quan's neck because she's such a cow. cow. Yeah. And there's just something, there's very genuine... There's something mm-hmm. very genuine. Waving the white flag and about yeah. like waving the white flag by throwing the red flag at somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely it's very page. It's very yes, <laughs> it's very page. It's her soft it white well. underbelly. It's... I love. I love when mm-hmm. she is being mean girl towards like you know you you've been accepted back into the fold. So <laughs> then we're gonna make fun of people together, isn't it so fun? Yeah. <laughs> It's honestly, mm-hmm. it's very human mm-hmm. too. Oh like, yeah, no, there's yeah, like... no. I think like another human moment Paige has is just when she's sitting on the bench with Hazel and um and Spinner, and I think Jimmy's there too. Jimmy is de- yeah, mm-hmm. Jimmy's there too, and she's just like you know, obviously looking very not even insecure as Hazel indicates. I just think she looking she's looking like stressed out like she's a little bit worried about getting close to Ashley again because Ashley genuinely hurt her like she Mm -hmm. was called out in front of an entire party of people and called like by one of her best friends even though they butt heads and called a hag on two fronts (laughs) well and it's interesting because like I feel like we're really shown in season one like Paige is a mean girl Mm-hmm. And Ashley's like painted as like the nice girl, right. whatever. Yep. But when you actually really sit back and examine both of them and their dynamic and everything, Paige puts on a front. Oh, yes. But like any time really that we've seen so far where like somebody needs Paige to be great. Mm-hmm. She is. Usually yeah. that someone is Emma. I think mm-hmm. her talents could be better used elsewhere, but maybe she's trying to get Emma not to suck. <laughs> yeah. But like, whereas Ashley, everything Ashley does is so calculated. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and I Paige get, does. She's not motivated that way. And I so think- that's, I think that's part of where Paige's hesitation and insecurity there comes from is that like, that Paige is painted as the bitch in a way that she's not. Mm-hmm. And everybody is, like, not aware of the, like, behind-the-scenes calculated, manipulative shit that Ashley's doing. And Paige doesn't want to do that anymore. Like, Paige is cool being the snarky, mean girl. But she doesn't want to be the bad guy the way that she is when Ashley's telling the stories. Mm-hmm. Well, and and as well, there's um, what motivates her to, like, pretty much immediately go you know what no ashley's not going to be a part of this is that she thinks like ashley's going to hurt jimmy mm-hmm, ashley's mm-hmm. going to hurt yes. us it's a it's a very right. compassionate motivation it's it's not even mm-hmm. just page centric it's an it's an interesting mm-hmm. representation yeah, she's being very protective because mm-hmm. it does kind of show more yeah she's being protective and it shows more like okay the 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 bitch front really is mm-hmm. just a mask that yes. she wears for protection or mm-hmm. to fit or in or whatever she's good at being smart but at her core you see she's her very giving good shit. at being like it's very she's good so and good I, I mean i i so agree with that like the i appreciate that they wanted to develop her character because it is so many mean girls are just supposed to be mean girls but like i like that it's not just one kind of mean girl also like you have 
the outwardly snarky mean girl like Paige, but then you also have the manipulative smile in your face girl, but is going to work behind the scenes to, to tear you down or even say shit when she gets ready to you. That's off the cuff because how many times now have we seen Ashley say horrible things to her best friend? Right. Who stood beside her and helped her pick her life up after she torpedoed it. You know, like if anything, though, though Terry has had some snake moments, which I know we agreed with and I am sticking by that. I still think that she is a good friend to Ashley because Ashley shits on her. She's her punching bag. And just because she's not punching on her consistently doesn't mean that Terry hasn't taken some hits just like and and become a casualty in whatever bullshit Ashley is on in that moment. And it's just like, no, Terry has the right to clap back the way she does and actually choose her own happiness, whether or not like at least. Well, and there's that scene you know, after Paige knows what's going on, Jimmy knows what's going on. Jimmy said, don't talk to me, slut. Which, side note, why is she then all of a sudden wearing a sweatshirt? Oh my, I had to talk about this in my notes because it's like, I, I really feel like going back to how I said she was just on an ego maniacal sort of like fuel, like she was just fueled by the ego, that trip. I really think that because she goes back to listening to that hyperpunk vagina music, basically, like she's super into dressing like how she was last year because she's trying to flip the switch and just turn on her last year persona. And as soon as, you know, Paige gets wind of what she was doing with Sean via Terry and she's ostracized from the lunch table, you know, there's there's literally no, or no it happens right before, before that. that. But it's wait, no, oh it's Jimmy. Says... Right. It's Jimmy's saying that she's a slut. That is right. She's like, hi Jimmy. Don't talk to me, slut. That's the first like tear down of her her ego's gone now. She does not yeah. have like that energy where she was feeling like, oh, I'm last year, Ashley. I have everything under control. Everything is how it should be. Like that's what she was fueled off of. And so she finds this random ass sweatshirt <laughs> to hide herself. <laughs> Because she's just, yeah, she's just not feeling that power anymore. I I would imagine as someone who is only really fueled by like my own confidence when I get surges of it, like I don't, I'm not going to manipulate somebody to feel confident and feel like I can control them and our relationship. But that's obviously the kind of person that Ashley is. She needs Mm -hmm. to control the people around her and she needs to know that everything is good. Everything is on like level ground before she can feel any real confidence for herself so she's just like zapped of her power that makes sense because i was like did i miss something right and like did jimmy throw a damn switch cover up slut just throw a sweatshirt you i can see your shoulders cover the hell up ashley this is probably the episode for me that cements her character into being like like i don't blame people for socially outcasting you it's because you just like who would who logically is going to think that this is going to go over well this is how everything happened last time you had your your you had your best friend Paige, who you butt heads with sometimes you had a friend group you had a boyfriend that 
you were kind of bored with. So you just decided to do like, outlandish shit whenever you got ready. And same thing. Jimmy's always going to pine after you. It's his toxic ass trait and his fatal flaw. And he literally cannot stop being a simp for your ass. So you know that he's just waiting for you to kind of grovel a little bit. And like, it didn't even take that much. Just telling and him then, that she was in therapy all summer. Right? And, and then immediately she's like, you know what? Let me go on a date with the right? other boy. Like, you don't want to cool off. You have one day, bitch. You have one day. It's ridiculous. Back at this is officially, life. we are, now that we are in season two, mm-hmm. this is officially an, an Ashley Kerwin slander podcast. Yeah, all of the redeemability that she would on occasion show in season one i'm not gonna say it's never gonna happen again but it's gonna be very few and far between because she's i really think the motivations she has here don't go away for a while and it's just so glaring about the like the kind of person that she is and yeah she's all these people around her she doesn't even want to be friends with them to be friends with them she wants to be friends with them to manipulate them like little chess pieces or dolls whatever the right. whatever um metaphor you want to use i i really think it's very glaring that she's just a really like a control freak but now instead she'll just get to be goth she will just get and and she's got a new friend ellie yay and i think that's probably one of the things that i dislike the most about ellie is that she's friends willingly and defends ashley Kerwin. <laughs> best friends best friends but i really do I, I i still like ellie you know she she's got other shit going on but ashley just the fact that she leaves this episode with a friend after clearly showing that she's a shit box right right Ellie, you could have made a better choice here. You know, she slid down, she slid down the locker and Ellie's just sitting there. <laughs> Let's like, trade I need a I'll, <laughs> I'll watch Degrassi trying to see the best in Ellie and you watch Degrassi trying to see the worst in Ellie and we'll meet in the middle. <laughs> and compare I'll, I'll, notes. I'll take that. That's Maybe like right. once a week we can get together yeah. on Wednesdays and compare Ellie notes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with that because... I, I typically try to see the good in that girl. So. She's going to be around it's for a gonna, while. So. Yeah, there's a lot of material. Okay, so in on that note, why don't we take a walk on down to the corner? <laughs> the fashion corner. I really liked Paige's Paisley shirt. The It's like pinkish, I think. And it's like mm-hmm. a little belly shirt. Was it Paisley? I thought it was metallic. Are you talking about her picture day outfit? Not the picture day outfit, oh, although okay. that is on there. Um, no, it's like the, it has a, like a lacy, it's like a tank okay, top. It yeah. has that little lacy uh, uh, collar, not collar, mm-hmm. neckline. She wears it in the very beginning of the episode, I believe. Yeah, um, no, I know what you're I talking I thought that was now. a cute, because I, uh, I had a thing for Paisley when it was, um... <laughs> when it's fashionable also speaking of Paige her yearbook photo day is outfit her picture day outfit that's what I meant to say yes is really cute she's got the like metallic pink shirt with the like pink yeah probably faux denim faux denim yeah and her little spiral hair it's so bad but like (laughs) so of the times she looks like a little like she's channeling barbie like Mm -hmm. it's so cute it's so cute i love the whole outfit 
and he, like I think even when she's just wearing like the lab coat in Mrs. Uh, Miss Hatsalakos's class, like mm-hmm. just her hair stands out. And then I'm like, oh, that is her picture day outfit with the the pink later. So I also loved Manny's picture day outfit, which was just like jeans and then this like peach sleeveless button up mm-hmm. that was like tied at the waist. It was very cute and like breezy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Emma's is a little, is cute too. I mean, I think this is the first time we've seen her wear white since like in a, such a statement way. Maybe that's not true, but it's just like, it's burned in my brain the last time she wore white, she had her period. And speaking no, of white tees, Sean's ribbed t-shirt. Um, it's boring as shit, but it looks good on him. <laughs> it's, it's boring as shit, but it looks good on him. And much like his first date outfit, it's yes, what a it kid like Sean thinks is a nice shirt. A nice shirt, yep. Ellie's, like her, her black dyed tips, I think is probably temporary hair dye, but whatever the hell it is. And those braided hair clips that were just... In a, it's, there's a lot going on on Ellie's head and she's got them in little pigtail like high up female Pennywise pigtails like it's mm-hmm. very it's it I mean it works for whatever she's got going on but um it's also like what what possessed you to do this to your hair um <laughs> but I think that's I, I mean what I what I don't love is mm-hmm. Terry's bandana I don't love that either. I don't love a bandana tied like that to begin with. Yeah. It's very lazy and not not too many other girls in the main cast do that, like rock that style. And I I, I think maybe they do do that to Manny like once. Cause like I feel yeah. like I, I feel like Manny got thrown a, a bandana thrown on her at one point. But other than that, yeah, it's just very lazy and it's like th- this is another crime against Terry um, and the fashion yeah. that they they decide to dress her in. But I actually do like do. it's like, yeah, it feels like they try to ugly Terry up. Yes. And put her in things that just don't, they don't compliment her. I think maybe the one shirt that I've seen this season that I don't, and I know we're not that far in, but I'm like, the, she's been on the screen a lot. Um, the white peasant blouse that she wears to picture day, I actually mm-hmm. didn't hate. I did not hate it because the style of it is supposed to be a little poofy and like, relaxed and hanging off of her but that's the way they dress her all the time so it's like at least this is the style of the right of the right. shirt <laughs> it's also to be fair like having been a mm-hmm. bigger girl at that mm-hmm. point in time like you probably see memes about how like when you were a plus size girl in middle school like in yeah. our generation you just dressed like a little hr representative fashion corner was a quick detour today yeah i don't think for this yeah. episode i there it, i mean it was picture day but i mean it wasn't giving it wasn't so i'm good i'm good to leave it in the rear view <laughs> heading to a bad part of town apparently <laughs> bad part of town where shots are fired <laughs> there was a couple i had a couple <laughs> yeah i had two so my first one was just the it was a shot fired at Paige because she cannot whisper in Quan's class. She tries to whisper about Quan being a cow and needed to hang a bell around her. And I mean, it's a quippy little line, but you're literally shouting. <laughs> well, in that case, then shot fired at Quan too, because she didn't yeah. hear it. <laughs> 
Yes, I will fire. You know, I love firing shots at Kwan. I don't like her. Um, <laughs> yes, so. Um, pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. <laughs> I loved a shot fired by Paige, which was they're walking in. She's talking about her retro roller skating party, and Ashley's like, that sounds cool. And Paige just turns in with all of that snide Paige and she's like, <laughs> funny how something can be how something is cool one year and so totally uncool the next kind of like people Mm -hmm. it's so mean it is mean and it gets worse too because ashley's like that's fine i don't need i don't want to go to your dumb party or you don't have to invite (laughs) me to your dumb party and she's like oh really i thought you could show up and take drugs and be awful (laughs) like Paige is hurt Paige is so hurt she is so fucking hurt. She is still in her like it's been a summer, and Paige is still in her feelings like it happened yesterday. Well, exactly right because what we've been friends since second grade, Ashley, and you said something awful to me like you were in the wrong. Mm-hmm. It's been a whole do. summer, mm-hmm. and we've been back for you know a long couple enough for weeks. Craig's dad to beat him <laughs> and have a dance and have a literal like a intervention and removal dance. from his home and yes. <laughs> themed dance a like, sponsored themed dance there's been and you time. you have not even tried to apologize to me fuck you and oh Paige is gosh. not holding back what else you got avis oh my gosh so the line before this line i'm not sure what it is exactly but i know that it is this line is said by jt in the hallway with Toby and it's speaking about Spinner. And oh, I think, oh, he's saying like, who knew that Kendra was related or the girl of my dreams was related to Spinner Mason. And and uh, JT says, and so related to Sasquatch. And I just, I love that he compares him to Sasquatch because we have some very like, yes, it, it fits. It's because JT's so little. I did have one more, okay. but I think we should save it for last. It's everybody's shot it's everyone. in this episode. You're right. So my, my last one is Jimmy confronts Sean at his locker and essentially says, stay away from Ashley. We're dating again. And uh, Sean says, oh, that's, you know, that's interesting. Really, I guess I'll have to ask her when I take her out on Friday. And it's just like, (laughs) he's a grown man. (laughs) He's like, I got your girl. And she's she's coming out with me on Friday. I don't know. It's funny. They have this eyebrow off or Jimmy tries, but then it's just like, he's out eyebrowed. You are out eyebrowed. Oh my gosh. Yes. And then of You're course. You're just not your man enough for me. Sorry. <laughs> You're not enough for me, Jimmy. <laughs> oh my God. Fuck Ashley Kerwin. This is an ad. I'm so glad to ha- be through season one and have mm-hmm. officially shifted gears. And stopped defending her ass. And Ashley. I mean, she's defendable. In she's defendable. But it's glad. I'm glad that we have now turned the corner where she is no longer defendable. Right. I was getting to a point where I was like, have I just been Damn like, it. This, like internalized <laughs> right. misogyny I've been carrying since I was 14? We've got like six more... Si- Seven, seven more, no, six, six more seasons to like be thoroughly upset by this child, by this woman. I'm upset. <laughs> Ashley Kerwin on my screen. That's disrespect. <laughs> <laughs>
what happened is Ashley manipulated us into thinking mm-hmm. she was mm-hmm. per- like forgivable. Yeah, no, we, we were in season one. We were manipulated. So we just the mask finally see, cracked. Bitch, we won't be fooled again. <laughs> but so the last shot fired is Ashley goes to talk to Jimmy, not knowing that Jimmy <laughs> knows that she's got a date with Sean because they just had an eyebrow off in the hallway. And Jimmy's ego is bruised already because he lost the eyebrows. <laughs> and so Ashley's like, hey, Jimmy. And he goes, don't talk to me, you slut. It's so funny. It's so sad. It is so funny, but it's like, <laughs> damn. it's also like, even though fuck Ashley so hard. Mm-hmm. Misogyny. I can't imagine how heartbreaking that would have been in ninth grade. Oh, yeah, and it's not like they're in a, cor- a private corner of the locker area. No. no, they're in, they are just in a populated classroom. There are many people spectating, and there's just really nowhere Ashley can go. It to- hurts her <laughs> so badly that she has to go incognito with a sweatshirt. Throw on a sweatshirt. Which is weird because she should have just kept on what she was wearing since her top she was, was camouflage. Yep, yeah. I don't know. We didn't talk about it, but the guy at the end just telling her to smile. It's like, no, I'm not going to take the picture unless you smile. Shut the shut the fuck up. Well, and then like, there's no reason for a pretty girl to be. Yeah, a pretty girl like you. If you don't. Not to smile. You don't know my life. You don't know me, sir. I have just met the consequences of my actions, sir. I'm upset. Jimmy calling me a slut. That's disrespect. <laughs> I think we can all agree that Ashley is definitely not Banksy. I'm sorry, Avis. I'm no, sorry. no, it, it's fine. <laughs> I just, I really, it, uh, it's the shots fired at that that young man for wanting to be the oh girl smile guy like right, you want to no. die on that hill i will intend like just, that is probably the last sh- relatable moment that she that i have with her is just like just take the picture <laughs> you know what though instead of smiling she's got this very mm-hmm. poignant like single tear rolling down her face photo and that's gonna be like the cover of ashley's memoir yes it's a good i mean to be fair it is a good screen grab if anyone like i am a firm believer and most people do not look attractive when they cry and not saying that she looks attractive necessarily because she's not sobbing or anything yet i need to see her sob to make that decision but right. with that just single tear running down her face i'm not by anybody i'm sorry <laughs> anybody can look lovely with a single tear running that's that's like for me i start getting a little trembly in my face so at least start twitching <laughs> i don't think it's cute <laughs> it's cute i got the trembling lower lip (laughs) oh no the trembling lower lip's adorable well thank you it's uncontrollable (laughs) that screen grab is actually the uh the cover of her first album one girl on a keyboard You know, that is totally what she would have named her No, it's not. It's not. The cover of One Girl on a Keyboard, her first album, is a picture of her in full goth regalia at her keyboard, surrounded with, like, candles. Oh, no. Not candles. And then the school photo is the cover of her memoir, also titled One Girl on a Keyboard. Oh, Fuck, she's Kerwin. We got a couple Huns. 
Because you know I'm tracking the Huns. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> we have two this episode. Uh, when she asks Ellie to move, and Ellie does not. And she <laughs> says, Hun, maybe you didn't hear me. And go, Ellie. Because Ellie sassily just kind of looks at her and she's like, no, I heard you loud and clear. <laughs> and it's great. Yes, it is. And then when after she's like, you just can't sit with us to Ashley. <laughs> and Terry walks up and is like, what's that about? Ashley looked upset. Like, bitch, you started all this. It's like the rumor all over uh-huh. again. It, it literally, the world's burning behind Terry. And she's like, huh? What happened? Huh? She, lit the, match. she lit the match. Ashley sad. At least this time, she didn't change any facts. Right. True. But Paige starts off her whole thing about, like, there's four years of high school are you guys been cool with us and whatever? She starts mm-hmm. with, "Hun, it's simple, really," mm-hmm. and it's great. It's as my Gen Z sibling would say, and I don't know if I'm quite using the terminology right, but it's serving cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I love Paige. Paige really starts coming into her own this season, and she's she we does. got two Huns on the books for this episode or this. This two pack, but they're both. Those, in this those were two great huns. So. They were two really good huns. Yeah. Uh, girls just want to have fun. Our shining stars and super bummers. For, I, personally, this this episode, I feel like there's this just a clear. <laughs> this two pack really did not give a lot. No for shining stars. Like like as far as people like definitively being stand out like good people Mm -hmm. wasn't as much of a slam dunk for girls just want to have fun our shining stars and super bummers i went with as a shining star i went with snake and i just think it's because you know he kept he, he was keeping on with the keeping he was not being shot down by emma's being like a shit box to him like there are multiple Mm -hmm. opportunities for him to kind of be lesser than and snake is just not going to be lesser than he's going to continue to show up and be enthusiastic and i mean that's the honestly though that may be the bare minimum that's what this episode (laughs) that's what this episode gave no i mean i don't think it's even the bare minimum though snake's doing everything he can to make sure that like emma's comfortable with this and like no, Snake's being really respectful. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. He's not trying to be overbearing. He's just, he's trying to check in and, you know, still be the same guy, you know, still be consistent as her teacher and everything. I would give an honorable mention to Manny mm-hmm. because, I don't know, she likes Craig. She thinks that Craig likes Emma. She's totally fine with it. Like, yeah. she's hesitant when he asks her to dance instead of Emma. Like, Manny's a good friend. Plus, she looked so fucking cute. She did, and I like, 100% agree with that. Pulling out 16 candles. Is it 16 candles? or Oh, it is six, is it 16 candles? Or maybe well, it's, it's a pretty in pink. I don't know. I don't know. But it's, but uh, she, it's very Molly Ringwald. Oh, it's 100% Molly Ringwald. It could be any of them. It, right? I, I was going to say, I think club. that the hat... Oh, yeah, it's not the Breakfast Club. But I think it could be... You're right. Although Claire might wear that horrible peplum jacket. She would wear she the would jacket, wear but she would not wear that hat. 
she would not yeah, wear she that hat. hat. And I'm not sure about those pants. I know they were in, they're like those culotte things. Oh, were they culottes? I think so. I just assumed it was a skirt. Anyway, this is not fashion corner. <laughs> this, this is not fashion corner. But, but yes, I agree with that. I 100% didn't get a lot to work with this episode, so. I agree with that. Like, I mean, even though I do think that's part of her character to be just like Emma's sidekick, I do agree that like we were saying earlier, she would have clapped for Emma if it was her who got asked to dance. She mm-hmm. is and a genuine, so that Emma could tell her tell her right of that. Dance. She's yeah. a genuine friend, and even if it is to her, you know, at her expense, she is going to be there, and she's genuine. Mm-hmm. And she, it's like not even she's going to be there to be snarky. Like she's going to be there and be genuine because she is genuinely happy for Emma when mm-hmm. she wins. You know. Emma, Manny Santos out here. For super bummers, I had Spinner and Jimmy, like the combination of them, like just mm-hmm. fucking, this is tiresome. Pardon me, this is tiresome and it's pointless. Like, mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, and yeah, Spinner, that's not bummy. what racism is at all, even a little <laughs> bit. Even literally a little bit. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, they bum me out. I feel like they bum me out and Emma bum me out. Oh yeah, Emma's my other one. Yeah, she's a super bummer this episode. Yeah, they both uh, the three of them bum me out totally. And then for Karma Chameleon, mm-hmm. my shining star was Kendra. I loved her a little bit of like, yeah, I'll rip out your bow myself. Let's go get ice cream. Yeah. She knows she's, what she wants. She's a confident young woman. She knows what she wants. I I hope we get to see more of her as a character. <laughs> because I think she's really interesting. And then I was I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and then oh, I feel Manuel, like saddle up. Who are your super bummers? I bet we have the same super bummers, or at least one of the same. Okay, so Karma Chameleon. I obviously have to say it's Ashley. I mean, I think that that's just a given. It goes without saying. (sighs) It's Ashley. But if I had to do like a secondary person, um, because I've been, because just solely off of the bumming, I was bummed out by you, Jimmy. I'm going to go Jimmy again. The slut. (laughs) The slut. (laughs) That's... 100% 100% valid. See, I went with Spinner. Oh, totally that Spinner. machismo, like, you know. Cockblocking. How about <laughs> instead of making decisions for your sister, you talk to her. Yeah. And be like, hey, so what's the deal with you and Toby? Like, he's a year older than you. What's going on? Is he going to respect you? Like, yeah. Rather than this bullshit, like, protect your sister's virtue shit bent Spinner. It kind of seemed like that was their vetting process, though. Like, it, it almost read like that was agreed upon between the two of them. Oh, Charlie's coming at it from a different angle. Um, okay, I'll theory. bite on that. So you think that there was, like, uh, because she was going to Degrassi for the first time and Spinner, it's like, I want well, I want to make sure that anybody who dates you is not a little punk-ass bitch. <laughs> and as soon as Toby Stands stood up, up to for himself, yeah. Spinner was like, all right, just don't break her heart. And I mean, it could, I'll, I'll go with the vetting process because it's like, if you can't stand up to me, then my sister's 
like then you're not ready for my sister because she will chew you up and spit you out like she will and, and like kind of from she the can same handle angle, herself <laughs> if you're not serious about my sister you're not gonna stand up to me true you're right. not yeah you're not gonna take that that's right that risk okay well then i take it yeah. back spinner i'm really sorry you did not you were not a bummer if we're looking Look at, at it from that angle your sister i like that lens, that's very that's female empowerment you know mm -hmm. that's <laughs> feminist icon yeah. spinner mason out here <laughs> let's ask the most important question and wrap this up for the week does it go there does it go there? Does it go there? <laughs> so what are your thoughts on girls just want to have fun? Um, no, no, not really. No. But it's a good episode. Um, it's, go ahead, Charlie, sorry. Can I ask a question that might read? refocus the the does it go there a little mm -hmm. yes w are we using the same lens for season same or similar lens for season two that we talked about in the season one wrap-up of you know where the show's at right now does it go yes. there um, i would I, say so yeah i would say so like we want to make sure that we're not comparing it to shit that happens farther down the line that we're looking at, at it yeah. from the scope of this season I think an important thing to remember when asking, does it go there, is that the journey is as important as the destination. Yeah. And I think that these are definitely, the, the shit, that girls just want to have fun is definitely a realistic and important part of the journey of, mm -hmm. like, teenage girl. You know, more the guy you like liking your friend thing than the your mom dating your teacher thing because that's not yeah. it's a less common experience but also plenty of girls also I'm sure go through that yeah I think it's foundational I think that like out of the two-pack like I mean obviously not to go out of format but I feel like foundationally it still doesn't go anywhere, but it, or it doesn't go there, but it's still a, it's an episode that establishes several dynamics that we, that will go on to have episodes that go there mm -hmm. versus Karma Chameleon. I would say it is more of the go there episode because there are actual like stakes that have been like, there's a payoff of mm -hmm. other storylines like now we know that Paige and ashley they're not friends anymore they won't be friends anymore right well like, and not only that but like also just looking at like okay obviously neither of these is as bad as school shootings or stabbings or whatever's going yeah. on but but in the scheme of like shit that can happen when you're that age mm -hmm. like yeah, it sucks that your mom's dating your teacher and everything's changing and you don't know how to deal with that. And that's very real. But it is not the same as fucking up. And I mean, it's more than fucking up because Ashley's very manipulative and it's that she lost control of the situation. Mm -hmm. But having all of your friends, all of them, you know, Paige isn't going to be her friend anymore. Jimmy is out. Spinner it didn't really like her that much to begin with. He's definitely not going to be nice to her now. Mm -hmm. Fucking Tear Bear, even. 
<laughs> is like, I can't. I'm done with you. Yeah. And that is devastating. Right. Especially I, yeah. when you're still that young. And Absolutely. so I think I think Karma Chameleon goes there more. It goes there, right. That I think just like thinking about the things that we do see, you know, we see the beginning of Jimmy and and Sean, uh, Jimmy and Spinner and their butting heads and like competing, which we did mm-hmm. not really have last season. It's just like the stakes are going up and they are being escalated. And I think that that's more of what we're getting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and girls just want to have fun. We're getting the beginning of... Um, honestly Emma seeing Manny as not even competition but someone who might get picked over her for a guy that she likes it's just been well, Emma as the default well, <laughs> prior to that just happen as like as more than just an extension of Emma right like that and that's for us too because we as mm-hmm. the audience have not seen that before like it's right. just like Manny is exists as like her function is as an extension to Emma and to reinforce things that Emma's feeling and thinking and worried about and all of that. But Mm -hmm. now it's like, okay, no, it's about Manny. And that is not the, obviously this is the the door opening to that dynamic that is so prep. Like that's what people think about when they think about the grassy a lot of the time is Manny. So, Mm -hmm. and you, you are surprised. I'm surprised by how much she is underutilized in the first couple seasons and just as like the star or like the foil to the one, star of Emma. one more point i wanted to yeah. actually make through the lens of just season two girls just want to have fun does not go there compared to child abuse oh well neither does karma no, chameleon no, no but that's no. the thing is like if every episode was when doves cry or We'd have this happens town to or Hill or right. We'd, we'd have the boiling point. What happened? That that they they really do start doing that, and mm-hmm. it's not any better. Right. <laughs> the breather it's episodes like, that we get, I think, makes sense. In it's like any teen drama is going to kind of do a similar format. You got to have your anchor episodes. That right. Well, if you have a disaster every week, at some point, it's no longer a disaster. It's, it's a disaster, just right. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> on that note i would like to say thanks for listening to your mom's podcast join us next week for the most inappropriate improv class ever in weird science and then we'll watch the boys take a joyride for a chance to win kid eldrick tickets in drive this episode of your mom's podcast was made possible in part by elvis costello overpriced school pictures and support from listeners like you If you'd like to further support our show, you can follow our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YMPadcast and TikTok at Your Mom's Padcast. You can also visit our website at www.padcast.com. Your Mom's Padcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you feel so inclined, subscriptions and reviews are another great way to support the show. If you'd like to support us financially, you can also subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash your mom's podcast. And remember, that's podcast. P-A-H-D-C-A-S-T. Thank you.